We come into this world with fertile ground. And our ground is fertile for whatever may come to it. You know, whether we deem it good or bad, but it's the seeds that come into our ground unknowingly. And as we get older, we become a little bit more conscious of what we're hearing, what we're seeing, and we have more of an ability to discern what it is that we will allow and what we will not allow. So when I think of babies and how, you know, vulnerable they seem and how, you know, we're in a household and we could hear fussing, we can hear arguing, we can hear cursing, we can hear racism, we can hear, you know, just um, demoralizing remarks, we can hear love, we can feel love. You know, we're at our, whoever's caring for us, we're, we're, we're there, you know, kind of just hoping they'll take the best care of us, right? They'll show us the way, they'll guide us and direct us throughout life, our life, our lives. And um, with the world that we see, what we're experiencing, um, the love as well as the divisiveness, the hate, crimes, violence, are all the products of the seeds that planted in our ground, in our internal garden, in our subconscious mind. Consciously taking things in, sometimes not even questioning it because we admire our parents. We look up to them. You know, they're the ones that feed us, that bathe us, that care for us when we get a sore or whatever it may be. But on the other side of that, we see their pain. And we see how, not how they dealt with it as far as their past, you know, all the experience they had up until then, until now, but we see the product of how they, of their wound. We see the product of the seeds that were sown in their lives. So whether it be, you know, the pain that we see, that we experience, the name calling, the, um, the pushing us towards to be something that they didn't get a chance to be, you know, living out their unfulfilled dreams, the guilt that we may have, that we, 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 we know something isn't right about a certain behavior because we have that discernment. We have those truths that are in our hearts and minds. We, I believe they were placed there. I believe out of this creation, out of the, our creator, we have what we know is right. We have the laws of the universe within us, the laws of vibration, the laws of attraction, the laws of opulence, the laws of forgiveness. We have all of that inside of us because we are made from it, right? And, and it doesn't matter what we call it, as I've stated before, but it's what you believe this power, this spirit, this ever knowing, all knowing, this ever present, this all powerful spirit is, whether it is quote unquote good or quote unquote evil. And I, you know, I, I've seen things where, you know, we may, we, you know, we may know it's wrong, 
but we do it because we're trying to please people, right? My son talked about people pleasing, had a short little take on that. We want to please them, you know, because we want to, there's, there's a part of us that want to keep the peace, right? We are peacemakers to heart. We want to keep the peace. But then we have this invisible field of, I owe you because you did this for me. I owe you my parents. So I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to say what you say. I'm going to agree with it. But deep down inside, I know it's not right. And we carry that confusion. Our, our creator is not about confusion. We carry that confusion out through our lives to a point where the confusion is so real to us than what we, what we have inside of our hearts and minds. And it's where our heart can become hardened because of all the, the, the growth of that, those unhealthy seeds that have continually been reinforced inside of us through our, through others' words and actions, through what we see, you know, in the news, through what we hear, and by our own means, our own words and actions, our self-talk, you know, whether affirmations, that things do not, as my mother would tell me, do not occur overnight. You know, just like seeds, it takes a while for that to grow. It takes fertile ground, soil. It takes watering, mean continuing hearing it. You know, it takes an emotions, right? And they can, they are their fertilizers, whether it's anger fertilizer, anxiety fertilizer, love fertilizer, right? What is continually fertilizing the seeds that we have in us? What weeds are growing, these unhealthy thoughts that are growing inside of us because of the wrong fertilizer, unhealthy fertilizer? You know, there are so many of us that are living our parents' lives, that are living our grandfather's visions, that are living um, our our grandmother's or any other's um, pain, disdain, prejudice, racism, division, divisiveness, that are living out those because we feel that we have to on some level. And the and you hear it all the time. It says, be you, be you. And some people say, well, this is me. This is who I am. You know, and if you are in that state where you are feeling divisive, you're feeling shameful, guilt, um, angry, anxiety, then it's not you. That's something that you grew into, something that you have allowed to grow inside of you. And we continue to feed that into the next generation. So when you talk about generational cycle of pain, remember it it isn't occurring overnight. It's these thoughts that we continually put in ourselves that says this is the way life is. This is the way it has to be. And even if it's hurting someone, if it's taking away from them, and, and I'm just talking about physically or financially, I'm talking about spiritually. If we are, in essence, causing them to be something that they are not, we are still stealing from them. We're robbing them of who they are. And whatever we do to others, we first did it to ourselves, right? Because you cannot be in that state and do that to someone else. If you are not divisiveness, if you are not having thoughts of divisiveness, you cannot give it to others. If you're having thoughts of love, 
and you're grounded in truth and love, you can give that to others. So we cannot give, we, we only give what we are. So again, the, you know, in the Bible it says what you have, what you do to others, you have first done to yourself. And I believe we all deserve to have our heart's desires. We all deserve to reach that promised land where we have joy and happiness and wealth and perfect self-expression. The things that um, Florence Scovel Shen talked about, things that Louise Hay talked about, the things that Martin Luther King and his and his gift, divine gifts and abilities and his way of expressing the truth when he talked about equality and fought for civil rights, nonviolence, you know, even Malcolm X, uh, Gandhi. What all these people that we, we often look, look up to today, that those same essence of what they spoke about, of what they demonstrated is in each one of us, every one of us. We have that ability to be that which we are. So we don't go outside looking for ourselves. You know, it's one thing to resonate with the goodness that you see in people, right? Because I believe that goodness that we see, again, is part of us. We see loving behaviors. We see positive self-talk. We see wealth. We see abundance. We see, you know, um, where they're doing the work that they love. Those are the very things that we should do, but we don't do it in essence to mimic them. We use it as paths to find our own self-expression because everyone here is here for divine reasons. Everyone here has unique gifts and abilities. No one else has, not even your twin or quadruple or, or your best friend. You are were uniquely made to reflect truth in your own abilities, gifts, and talents, in your own language, in your own specific way with dexterity of your fingers, the gracefulness of your legs, the vision that you see through your eyes, through your mind's eye, the way you roll something, a piece of paper up, the way you design your trees, the way that you draw, the way that you sing, the high note, the low notes, that particular dance that you've been doing since you were a child. Everyone has unique abilities. And the way that we create a generational love cycle is that we become more of who we are. We become more of the truth that is inside of us than what we see in the world. It's one thing to respect our elders. It's another thing to be like them. It's two separate things. Because I believe when we respect our elders, we're saying that I accept you as you are. And when we respect others, there is a conviction calling that because you are who you are, I'm going to be who I'm who I am. And I think I know in this hustle bustle world, you feel like you have to rush all the time. Nature is not about rushing. Nature is about perfect self-expression to be who our creator created you to be. So it's taking those moments 
of time taking them and for a minute sitting with yourself and asking, who am I? What is my divine expression? What is my perfect self-expression? And asking to be put on that path. Asking because there is, if you ask, you shall receive a Bible verse. If you seek, you shall find. If you knock, the door shall be answered. But it's with faith that we bring things into manifestation, that we believe that we are who we are, that we believe we have the right to be who we are and live the world according to those convictions that are in us and not the circumstances surrounding us. This is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. I just wanted to give you a message. This is about the seeds we plant. You are a perfect self-expression of the truth that created us. We have the power to break the cycle of pain. This, this pain, and I'm not talking about just wound pain and physical pain. I'm talking about the, 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 the pain, the mental pain that we're having, feeling like we have to be like others, you know, feeling like we have to live their lives, feeling like we have to agree with what they, what they, their thoughts, what their perceptions are based on the pain that they experience, that we have to agree with them. We have to be like them. And we don't. We don't have to continue something that is not working. We don't have to continue something that is hurting others, that is taking away their rights from being a perfect, from self, from ex expressing themselves perfectly. And any time we put labels on others, we divide others and say, I'm going to be with this group and you be with your own group. That is limiting them. So when we talk about diversity and inclusion, it's about really understanding who you are. And once you understand who you are, then you understand who others are. This is Tamika Chambers again with Create a Generational Love Cycle. You guys know I can talk if you've been listening to me. <laughs> and so I'm going to um, end it with this that, as always, as I always say, you know, make this lifetime great. No matter what you've done thus far, you have an opportunity to change the thoughts that put you in the position that you are right now, in the state of being that you are right now. You have the opportunity. You have the power to do that and you have the right to do that. I'll talk to you guys soon.